Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Mike Molina, L.A. Nick, and Doug Sprinthal, and, and um, Princess is on the phone. <laughs> Oh, my, oh my God. God. She gets there an hour late, and then she's on the phone. <laughs> well, Del- Delta, Delta called her back. She had to modify some reservation, apparently. No, of course. Oh, know. she had to All add right. Fawn to the flight to go see my parents. All right. That's so we'll an acceptable back. excuse, right? No. Yes. <laughs> Stop fighting. time, we'll answer that. <laughs> Stop fighting over nothing, as a matter of fact. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, right back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Well, we ran through all the dealerships in both Kansas and Minnesota in the first uh, hour, so I'm not going to do that again. We're starting to get some 2018, some really good deals are starting to pop up. Here's In the new car world, here's what happens. In the fall into early winter, the manufacturers all want to blow out uh, the previous year models, so all the incentives are on the 17s. And as they start to disappear, which usually happens mid-late December, then they start piling on incentives on the 18th. So we've got some great sign-and-drive specials. You can see them on 2018 inventory. Go to walzer.com, hit specials, and there's probably about 35 of them there. That's my whole deal. That is a wonderful thing. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born or died now? No one to be playing this. Oh no! It's I. This is one of my top ten favorite concerts. I went to the first Lollapalooza show. I didn't really know what Jane's Addiction was. They were the headliners, and they came out and they just kicked ass. They oh were yeah, they're great live band. Alex used to go to uh, Lollapalooza all the time. Mm-hmm. Lolly, thank yep. you very much. It's I, how many did you go to, Alex? Uh, five, I think. Before I, I got pregnant. I gave my 14-year-old my first tour, the first tour T-shirt. Oh, cool. I said, Ellie, if you want this, you can have it, but you have to wear it once in a while. Just don't throw it away. Yeah. She goes, oh, God, Dad, this is up. awesome, but is there really a band called the Butthole Surfers? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. <laughs> 
We do have to back up here uh, just to clarify when Alex said, yes, I went to five Lollapaloozas before I got pregnant, which made it sound like she got pregnant while at Lollapalooza. Like Perry Farrell is Fawn's dad. <clears throat> Maybe. You never yeah. know. Let's uh, <laughs> let's dial it back. Sound like let's that? Back up she's here. Not she's perfectly like. respectable, everybody. She is I, a very respectable young lady. I hope whose birthday I, is Friday. It, it certainly is. I know. Twenty nine. Is it Friday? Overshadowed by the Super Bowl. Nothing. <sighs> I can't go anywhere or do anything because everything's booked and busy. You know what? You can go to Cedar Riverside. I was there the other day at that little restaurant on the corner. They don't even know what Super Bowl is. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. They had no clue. That's true. I go to the Triple Rock. There was like nobody there. I'm like, you guys getting anything from the Super Bowl? They're like, what? Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. We are going to Benihana at the Mall of America. Well, I was at Mall of America last night, and I'll tell you. Because they had the, the players' press party there yeah. in the Nickelodeon Park, and it's very, very crowded. But I apparently wait, Friday. Wait, 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 hang on a second. If you're a vegetarian, what the heck do you eat at Benihana's? They have vegetables yeah, and fried like, rice. I thought you were like a vegan or something. Vegetarian, yeah. not vegan. But yeah, they have really. They the have Benihana rice, rice is ac- actually very good. It's so good. It's because they put sesame mm-hmm. seeds in it. And they have, yeah, they have really good really? vegetables. It's hmm. like zucchini and carrots and onion and. All right. So Tom, I went I went into my bar last night. You know, the NFL has taken over mm-hmm. my bar for the NFL house yes. just for team owners only. And uh a surprise they they I thought they were gonna take down all the they moved they took all the furniture out of the whole place and I thought they were gonna take all the artwork out, but they didn't. They they left the artwork and they just put their own wrapping of NFL stuff right over. So they put a big NFL thing right over your face. What? <laughs> I'll be none of that. We need we need a photo stat. I have I have I just showed I just showed Doug some photos. For those of you that haven't been to Nick's bar, right to the right of the bar as you're looking at it is a picture of Tom, and it's probably got to be what three or four feet high. Oh, it's it's double full size. It's double life size. Yeah. Looking. It's just Tom's face, and it says congratulations. Yeah. It's a nice picture. <laughs> it is a nice picture. <laughs> but they, it's huge. They, they covered it up. I have to read a story from the Pioneer Press, and I, sooner or later I'm going to understand Minnesota. I was born there in Long Prairie, Minnesota. <laughs> you will never live long enough. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I, I will never understand this state. There's a big article about Michelle Tafoya in the Pioneer Press. Does not even mention the KQ Morning Show, which is why most people know who she is in the state of Minnesota. When are you going to understand? The television and radio and newspapers are not direct competitors. We are not. I know you like to believe that you're a, com- a competitor, but you're not. Yeah, it's virtually we impossible to read the paper while listening to the radio. It's- yes, it really is. It's almost impossible to do. And again... When's the last time you picked up uh, a newspaper? I read new, news stories on news sites every day, but the last time I touched a newspaper is probably 20 years ago. I'm kind of surprised they're still in print. Uh, we get the we get the Sunday paper. Hey, Sarah has paper. a whole ritual where yeah. she has to lay it out yeah, and everything's me too. perfect. Me too. And mm. Turn the Nancy page. gets the paper every Sunday. Yeah. That's a North Dakota. There you have it. Yeah. North Dakotans. North Dakotans buy the paper. 
It was roughly 17 years ago that Michelle Tafoya, a native Californian, went for a run. That's when, in her mind, the sideline reporter for NBC's Sunday Night Football truly became one of us. I remember going out, and I'm like, I'm running 18 degrees. I have clearly turned the corner, Tafoya said. I have my gloves on, and I'm running. I went home, and I texted my mom. I am now Minnesotan. There's just no way around it. And this Minnesotan who lives in a diner with her husband and two children can't wait to show off her state to the world this week. There are a lot of minds she feels need to be changed. You going to talk over my entire story here? Is that what we're going to do? I thought my mic was off. That was Nick. Yeah, I know it was Nick. She sent her mother a magazine from Minnesota, to which her mom responded, I had no idea the architecture was so nice in Minnesota, and that's not the worst of it. I was going through a medical thing once, and someone said to me, I don't know about the doctors that you have out there. Do you think maybe you need to come back to L.A.? (laughs) Tafoya said, and I said, have you heard of the Mayo Clinic? When when people back in California ask about the cold, Tafoya explains she has a coat. When they ask about the people, she says they're some of the greatest people you've ever uh, wanted going to want to meet, yet they still can't understand why she wants to live in Minnesota. So I want them all to tune into this game so they can discover why, Tafoya said. While Tafoya wasn't born here, uh, she's as Minnesotan as anyone. She loves Bud Grant, never goes to the Mall of America, and flies a gopher's flag in her front lawn. Though that has more to do with the House of Gophers fanatics she uh, lives with. Uh, her husband, Mark Vandersall, played baseball at the U. It's a very, very nice article about Michelle Tafoya in the yeah, Pioneer Press. The TwinCities.com on the uh, Internet and Pioneer Press. See, I can say your name even though you can't say uh, our name. Which I'll never, I just don't understand that. They just won't do it. Whenever I read a story, I say it either came from like the Pioneer Press or the... Star Tribune or... Yeah, you cite your source. Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 9, you know, whatever. Um, So I I don't... It's a weird Minnesota thing, isn't it? Don't you think? Yeah, I don't don't know why. That's just... It's passive-aggressive, and that's one of the things that I don't like about this place. It's it's Mm -hmm. kind of a winter sport, I think. It's very passive-aggressive in the state of Minnesota. Now, I've, I've said this before. Half the people in Minnesota are the nicest people you'd ever want to meet, and the other half are the biggest jerks I've ever met in my life. So that's just the way it is. Well, we gotta now, take we got to take Michelle down a couple of notches. This is getting a little ridiculous. Somebody's well, going to rip her. Let's start yeah, a big sure. social let's start a, let's start a social media campaign. I hate Michelle Tafoya. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see what happened? I could do that. Did you guys see what happened with Ikes? No. You didn't see what happened yes. with Ikes? Ikes, the, Ikes has got, oh, yeah. They had to take their Facebook page down and all their social media down. So oh, they, I didn't. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so they, and I kind of feel a little bit to blame a little bit. <laughs> we happen to be there. And Nancy, Which one were you at? Because there's like four downtown. of them, right? We were at downtown, yeah. and they had a thing on. They had a Super Bowl menu on their me- on their menu. It was that's the only thing they offered you was Super Bowl menu, and they had guacamole and chips for thirty six bucks. So, <laughs> Nancy, wow. I took a picture of it on my cell phone. I sent it to Nancy. Well, she just not trying to do, make anything happen with, but sent it to <laughs> one of her reporters at her paper, the Business Journal, and they did a big story on it, and it actually turns out that. It, that Ike's is saying it was a misprint. It was supposed to be sixteen dollars, and nobody caught it. But they did have steaks mm-hmm. on there for one hundred eighty bucks. And <laughs> yes, my God, Ike's. Yes. Yes. Wow. Was it just the downtown yeah. one that raised and thirty dollar hamburgers? But so did everybody else. Ocean Air yeah. had thousand dollar caviar for an ounce, thousand oh dollars. So they weren't the only restaurant Gouge. to do it. And, and all the parking garages are charging fifty bucks for four hours. Oh, I mean, of so they are. it's yeah. it's. 
it's not, but Ike's got hit the worst, and even the Star Tribune did a story about him doing price gouging. I kind of feel bad for him. That's the mayor. I think that's the mayor of Bloomington that owns that, right? I, I think, I think no. they're a franchise, aren't they? Let's do, I think the owner of Bloomington owns that one. Well, he own, I know he owns the one in uh, 494 in France. Really yeah, he owns yeah. that yeah. one, too. Yeah. 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 But I kind of feel so bad. Liz, do, you know her, do you know who his uh, sister is? No. Liz Winstead. Really? Yep. It's good to know. Another big fan of mine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with <laughs> price gouging. I mean, there's nothing it's illegal. It's not price gouging I mean, unless it's, it's an no. emergency situation like a right. hurricane or an earthquake, and then you have a right, problem. Right. Yeah. I know somebody. I will tell you this, though. <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> what is Jim yeah, doing? Sounds like the cops are closing in. I don't think that's. Somebody's drilling somewhere. Yeah. I was gonna. Yeah, say, what the hell is that? Then? I was gonna say I Go know ahead, some. Alex. I know somebody that does. Um, they own a duplex and they Airbnb one of the sides, and they can charge whatever they want. They're charging, I think, like fifteen hundred dollars a well, night. People are charging more than for, that. and because they live a little bit, they live in like luxury South condos downtown are going for like five grand. A but night. yeah, like downtown, the amount that people are getting, people in Bloomington are Airbnb in their places for like sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I have too many motorcycles in my house. Yeah, <laughs> you got too much stuff. Yeah, Alex, well, you should have moved into our house and rented out your house. I know. Yeah, there you but go. But then I'd get. I will tell you of, this. Oh, I'm waiting. Never mind. Alex, you're, you're, you're not a problem with talking over people. There are other people that are, but not you. No, I was just going to say that it's positive things happen for Ikes, too, because we did cover that story this morning, and everybody on the, on the show said, yeah, no, I, we really like Ikes. We go to Ikes all the time. So they got a lot of good press out of it, too. Uh, price good. gouging is still pretty scummy. Mm, yeah, I know, but uh, look, I, like I said, going to see DJ Khaled for $15,000. Yeah, yeah $30 clock seems like a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Poor people. Really does. I'll have to say, though, when we went to Ike's that night, and that was Friday night, they did ask, I heard, they knew me, but they did ask other people around, are you local or are you visiting? And they, we did buy a hamburger for, I think, 25 bucks, but they didn't charge us for our cocktails. So, really? Nope. Well, you were a mayoral huh. candidate, so. Yeah, they said this is on us. Well, yeah. That's so? probably what it was. Mm. Okay, now I went to the Pioneer <laughs> Press website, Tom's Twin <laughs> City. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to have He's you five killed. He's five for five really, now. Yeah. You're five for five today. But <laughs> <laughs> <Good. laughs> it, it was funny. And that's what's Can we important. get somebody at Starkey Labs to come in and check his uh, hearing, <laughs> see if it, he can hear anything? Anyway, I was on TwinCities.com, uh, and I ran across a story that I wanted to read. And I have not read this story yet. I just thought uh, it honored someone that uh, has done a lot. I don't know him. I've never met him. I've never even talked to him. But uh, as I brought the story up, I saw a name in there. So I don't know what this story, where the story is going to go, but this name being in here is going to be a problem. I think. I'm not sure. The headline is, Vikings legend Alan Page honored to receive Lifetime Achievement Award. Right? So that's a great story. Yeah. I mean, he's mm -hmm. done a lot with his life. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, wait till we get to that one name. Alan Page has been a Hall of Fame defensive tackle for the Vikings, a Minnesota Supreme Court justice. I think he was a chief justice at one point, wasn't he? I believe I he was. So. Has helped raise more than $14 million for college scholarships on Thursday. All of that will be recognized. So that's wonderful. 
Page will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Fritz Pollard Alliance at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. It's pretty special, although when they start talking about Lifetime Achievement, you're a little worried that the next day they'll be talking about obituaries, Page 72 said Tuesday, with a laugh. But other than that, it's a pretty nice honor. The Fritz Pollard Alliance works with the NFL on minority hiring. At the Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellence Award. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Are you kidding me? Johnny Cochran. Here's a guy who lied for a yeah. living. Oh he got God. a double murderer off of murder charges, and they're honoring him. Yikes. The Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellence Awards. Are you kidding me? White guilt is like a parody of itself. It really is. It's become a parody of itself. Who wrote the article? Was it Larry David by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. It was. Uh, put the bomb Chris on? Thomason. Who told you to put the bomb on? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. Why'd you put the bomb on? Oh my God. Dan is obsessed with that because he loves Tiger Bomb. The... And he always will run around the house with Tiger Bomb smell. And he's like, Who told you to put the bomb on? I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my You're God. You're such a square. <laughs> the Fritz Pollard Alliance uh, works with the NFL on minority hiring. At the Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellence Awards, also honored will be former Vikings coach Dennis Green, who died in 2016, with the Paul Tagliabue uh, Award. He used to be the uh, commissioner of the NFL, Paul Tagliabue. And Vikings Chief Operating Officer uh, Kevin Warren with a Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellent Award. Uh, family members will accept on behalf of Green. Uh, others honored with a Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellence Award. Why don't you put that in there a few Seriously. more times in the story? What what award is it? I think it's the Johnny Cochran Salute to Excellence Award. I'm not sure. Uh, Pittsburgh coach Mike Tomlin, also deserving. Carolina coach Ron Rivera. Steelers Vice President of Football and Business Administration Omar Khan. And Kansas City Vice President of Communications Ted Cruz. Page played for the Vikings from 67 to 78, was named 1988 to the Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Football, excuse me, Hall of Fame. He served as a Minnesota Supreme Court Justice from 1993 to 2015. He and his wife, Diane, have raised more than $14 million for college scholarships through the Page Education Foundation. i got to be honest with you, though. If somebody came to me and said, we're going to give you the Johnny Cochran award, I'd go, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then, after you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutramost Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. 
I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am not on the list for the Johnny Cochran uh, Salute to Excellence <laughs> Award, and I'm very upset. You should be. Could they pick anybody any worse than Johnny Cochran? Oh, no, you, of course they could. Um, yeah. The O.J. Really? Simpson Lifetime OJ. Achievement Award. <laughs> you could have. Yeah. yeah. Adolf Hitler. I got a question for <laughs> you, Tom. <laughs> have you seen this picture mm-hmm. floating around the Internet of uh, Len Dawson in the first Super Bowl? No. There's a picture of him. It's, it's at halftime. He's sitting on a folding chair. He must be in the locker room. Bottle of Fresca between his legs, and he's smoking a cigarette. He was the quarterback <laughs> for the Chiefs. Look hey, it up. It's just awesome. Too, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's a great quarterback. That was quarterback. common yeah. back in the day, yeah. though. That was pretty common back in the day. Well, I remember when I was a kid going to Fenway, and, and a lot of the baseball players would Smoked. smoke in yeah. the dugout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very true. I remember how upset I was as a little boy. I saw a picture of Willie Mays, and he, was, he had a cigarette in his hand, and it really upset me that Willie Mays would smoke. I found mm. it. Take now, it. Now, both my... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it looks like he's, he's smoking a joint, actually. Hard, yeah. man. It does look like he's smoking a joint. You're right. Probably hand-rolled. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there hitting that heater hard, man. But you know what's weird about that is I was upset, upset that Willie Mays would smoke, yet my mother and my father both smoked, and I was probably seven or eight, something like that. Yeah, I remember when so I was five, I, I, had, so uh, red, uh, I had pajamas, kids' pajamas, and over the pocket was a Lucky Strike emblem for a five-year-old <laughs> really? kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's <laughs> for popular back then. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh-oh, what's this all about? Uh, Doug, you'll know about this much faster than the rest of us. Hillary Clinton wishes now that she'd fired a staffer on her 2008 campaign who had been accused of repeated sexual harassment. In a lengthy Facebook post, Clinton discussed her decision to keep the staffer on board. The short answer is this. If I had to do it again, I wouldn't, Clinton wrote. The issue arose when the New York Times reported that Clinton refused to fire Burns Strider, founder of the Christian Lobbying Group. I love that. Uh, A Christian Lobbying Group where you repeatedly sexually harass women. I love people like that. Uh, The American Values Network is where he worked, despite her own campaign manager's recommendation to do so. Strider had been accused of inappropriate behavior, shoulder rubs, forehead kisses, suggestive emails, etc., toward a 30-year-old female staffer with whom he had shared an office in 2007. Instead of firing him, Clinton had his uh, paid docked and ordered him to undergo counseling in her mea culpa. Clinton seemed to take a dig at the Times on the hypocrisy front, notes NPR. While we're uh, revisiting whether my decision from a decade ago was harsh enough, many employers would be well served to take actions at least as severe when confronted with problems now, including the very media outlet that broke this story. But here's here's the problem you have. The stories about Clinton not firing a sexual harasser from a Christian outfit called the American Values Network, and she takes a shot at uh, at the uh, media outlet, the Times, that uh, broke the story, notes NPR, and NPR's had to fire about 10 people for sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> a snowball effect. I don't Everybody know. Everybody in the story. 
I'm not, I'm not the biggest Hillary Clinton fan in the world, but at least she did something. She just didn't turn her back on it. You know, and, and 10 years ago, maybe that was a more of an appropriate response. Today, I think if, if one of your employees do that, you have no uh, course of action other than to just shoot them on the site. <laughs> Are you, Doug, and I'm very serious about this. Are you anyone's boss? Uh, right now, I'm running the marketing department. So, yeah, I've got nine so you are or the ten boss people of the that work department. for me. Yep. You do? Yeah. But uh, do they work directly for you? You are oh, their yeah. boss. Yep. Well, the reason I ask you that is I'm no one's boss, and I don't think I've ever been anyone's boss. Um, trying to boss me around. Oh, yeah. That would work really well, trying to boss you around. I that said worked. try. Keyword. Yeah, that was keyword. <laughs> There's no question. Yeah, you don't want to be anyone's boss. I'm just telling you, being a boss is a horrible job to have now. I, I will, I will tell you problem. that in the last year, I've been much more uh, aware of when I sit down because I've got half of my staff is female, and so I won't, you know, when I do one-on-ones, I won't do closed office meetings and all that sort of stuff. And right, you know, I'm not right. I'm not harassing anybody, but you never know, and things can get misconstrued. So, it, I, I. I was never I never worried about it before, but now you kind of go, eh, it's better be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch. I have a full female no, staff, yeah. so I watch my P's and Q's every night at work at the bar. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, because so I have all at females. Works for at the bar as a woman? I got a feeling if you got out of line, Nancy would just Wait, kick staff? your ass anyway. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Tom has the same. She has the same. <laughs> That's right. She has, Tom has the same situation. Yes. <laughs> we same don't have to worry, Tom. Same deal. Yeah. No, so I mean. I think you're absolutely right. That was a decade ago, and Hillary Clinton did take action, and I bet you a lot of people went through the same thing who didn't take action. So you're, I think you're probably right about that with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. At least she did something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's getting, I don't know, the, the whole thing is getting really, really scary because now it's like, well, 40 years ago when, well, we have no proof of any mm-hmm. of this happening. No one wants it, though. At some point, we're going to have to have proof. Because people are getting the opinion. I'm not saying I'm not saying one person so far has lied. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying is if you keep uh, just hanging people based on no proof whatsoever, there are going to be people who come forward who are lying. That's right. I'm just telling you, that's how human nature well, works. And you also have to realize that 40 years ago, the the climate was different. I mean, people totally behaved different, yeah. differently. I yeah, mean, they, they really did. did. And it doesn't make it right, but things, well, things were just different. People didn't really – I don't think that this was as big of an issue 40 years ago for people. People weren't looking for a way to declare everything as rapey. Yeah. Which, God, that's Rape. all they do I'm now. wondering when they're going to open the door to rock stars and rappers. Nothing. Oh, well, they already <laughs> went after a couple of them. No, they did go after a couple. I did like, and we brought this up yesterday, but it's worth bringing up again, the fact that people, after his uh, appearance on the Van Jones show on CNN, people were calling for Jay-Z to run for president. There are videos of him twice punching women. I mean, yeah, that's your president, guy yeah. who punches. Spread. One of them was a 12-year-old girl, by the way. She wasn't even a woman. She was. She tried to hug him, and he punched her in the face. And yeah, then she looked like away. she was well, it 14, sexual, though. though. Yeah, well, see, there you go. But you it wasn't sexual. So, yeah, so that's okay. all people care about right now. They're just like, obsessed with sex. Yeah. That's the only thing that people yeah. think about. Now they're going, after, they're going after Steve Wynn now hard. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That. See, if I were Steve Wynn, I'd go, hey, I didn't know. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> that's right? Yeah, I'm blind. He's blind. Legally he's blind. Always, not really blind. 
He's legally blind. Yeah, he's yeah. legally blind. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw him speak once at a, at a Subaru meeting. He was actually really interesting. He told his life story. You know, he started out in radio. His dad, yeah. I think, was connected to the mob in Rhode yeah. Island. They ran bingo halls and no. stuff like that. <laughs> Another roadie made That's good. That's really hard to believe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, another road he made good from the Patriarcha family. I was going to ask Nick about downtown Minneapolis. Is it? Uh, Are they cleaning it up? Yeah, I'm sure. You it's know It's shiny I and am clean sh- as it can possibly be. I am shocked at the amount of security they have. They're doing random bag checks. Uh, they have mm. snipers on the roofs. There's Humvees oh. on every single intersection. The the amount of security down there is mind boggling, you know. And I'm I'm glad they did it. I mean, people here are complaining about it. I noticed our old city council member who ran for mayor, Gary Schiffs, has a big anti spiel on Facebook about how the city's doing it wrong. And you, 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 so people are complaining about the amount of security. So they want to wait till somebody blows a bomb up and then say we didn't have enough security. Yeah. Good well, point. or just given Minnesota or Minneapolis's. Crime problem. I think it's necessary. Well, we've had 14 people that live in the city of Minneapolis found in in Iraq and Syria fighting for ISIS. So I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's kind of all right to have good security. Mm-hmm. Good security works for me. I have no problem with that. Yeah, me neither. How about this woman that tried to bring her her uh, emotional support animal on board <laughs> I saw a United that. Airlines flight? <laughs> what? Did you guys see this? No. Yeah, I did not see it. Yeah. Oh, the peacock. Peacock. Yeah. What? Yeah. Trying to be a what? peacock. <laughs> yeah, that's just not. That was okay. a real peacock. You can't. Yeah. Huge. You can't house train Huge. a peacock. Then they're humongous. And they're big. They're very big. Like their birds. feathers Huge. take up like six feet. Yeah, I don't even know mm-hmm. how you would bring that on a plane. Like having fawn on my lap in a plane is like you're gigantic. I don't even know where I'm to put you. Surprised they got to pass the TSA. You think they'd go? Yeah. yeah. No. 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 This is not. Well, they've got the paperwork. Yeah. No, she got denied. She got denied, yeah. Yeah. And she did. They wouldn't let her on the airplane. Yeah. Of course not. One thing I like about it, there's a picture of the peacock. It says, not on United. And the peacock has a very crabby look on its face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Have you ever heard one of those things squawk? Oh, God, yes. No. And they it's terrible. And wow. when they flare yeah. their tails and they run around, and yeah, they're crazy. That can make yeah. a plane crash. Yeah. If you need emotional support from a peacock, don't count on flying United Airlines. The airline turned away a woman who tried to bring a peacock on a recent flight from Newark Liberty International Airport as her emotional support animal, reports <laughs> Business Insider. The woman initially argued that she was entitled to bring the enormous bird on board for free, but her request was denied, even after she said she was willing to buy a ticket for it. According to the uh, Live and Let's Fly travel blog, this animal did not meet guidelines for a number of reasons, including its weight and size. The airline said in a statement, we explained this to the customer on three separate occasions before she arrived at the airport. The Jet Set Travel Show posted photos of the bird on Facebook. United says its policy on emotional support animals requires these customers to provide documentation from a medical professional and at least 48 hours advance notice. The peacock incident follows controversy over Delta's new policy on support animals. The airline says it tightened the policy after a steep increase in incidents, including animal defecation and attacks on crew members. Oh my God. The new policy, which takes effect on March 1st, bans exotic support animals, including insects.
insects, spiders, goats, ferrets, and anything <laughs> with tusks. Anything with tusks? No wild boars. No wild boars. No tusks. That is a very big peacock. Feral hamsters. It's a huge peacock. If you if you release a hamster into the wild, it grows tusks. No. Yeah. A lot of hamsters? animals do. Pigs, really? pigs turn oh. into boars. So where's yeah. this lady really? living? Where's this lady living with this ten-foot peacock? Yeah. <laughs> She's in Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably in her four hundred square foot apartment. Uh, people I are crazy, really man. It. Yeah. She once again, people just would like to bring their dog on board as a support animal. Some people need support animals. PTSD people like that. And what do human beings do? They try to take as much advantage yeah. of it as they yeah. possibly can. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because that's what human beings do. Yeah, everyone course. wants to ruin it for everyone else. That's terrible. I mean, why do you have to ruin it? Just back off, you pill. I don't know. God, how about this Mark Sandler guy? Did you, uh, did you ever watch Alex, uh, Alex and Catherine? You watched Glee, didn't you? Uh, I watched it for a while. Yeah, yeah. the first two oh, seasons. Their crew's crashing and burning. Every day. Well, that yes. one was arrested they for are. child pornography. No, he killed himself. Kill- well, he killed no. himself. No, it's a different one. No. No, same guy. No, the same. Not. Same guy. Same so guy. two people from Glee killed themselves yeah. then. Yeah, oh, okay. he just did it this week, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't just know that recently. he... Yeah. Puck or... Yeah, Puck. Yeah, they got the Mohawk. Name on. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that the he one with the Mohawk committed yeah, so suicide. Yeah, there's two of them that have killed themselves. Yes, two of them. Yes, yes. Yeah. Speaking of Glee, have you guys seen the Mrs. Meisel episode with Jane Curtin yet? No. no. Okay. All right. I'm not going to give it away. Six. Yeah, episode six, I think. We're on episode we're six, yeah. Episode five wasn't very good. It was okay. It was yeah, not she, very where good. she moved back in with her parents. Yeah. Right. That episode was okay. I tell you what, though. Alex Borstein is phenomenal on that show. She <laughs> is really good. Tony Shaloub is wonderful. We're not... I tell you one thing, and I'm telling you this right now, Richard Nixon, elected president, we're moving to France. His wife goes, I'd love to move to France. He goes, we're not moving to France. He's got just such great natural timing. I mean, he's, he yeah. does. He really does. He's he does. He's, he's wonderful on that show, and so is Kevin Pollack as the husband's father. Yep. He, Kevin Pollack is wonderful, too. That It is a really, really good show. So Jane Curtin's on. Do you know the episode she's on? What number? I don't. You've got to be close to it. It might be the next one. She plays yeah. a famous uh, stand-up comedian, and uh, the protagonist um. goes to open for her out in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, I won't tell you any more than that because it's, it's it's pretty cool what happens. It is a beautifully shot show. It's very well uh, cast. Love Everybody the music. On it. The music is fantastic on it. Uh, as I said, Alex Borstein. What did she say to Alex Borstein? said, Yes, is is Susan there? No, Susan's not here. Well, this is you, Susan. No, this is Susie. Oh, you like being called Susie? Well, do I look like a Susan? She goes, no, you look like a Doug. (laughs) 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 A really great line. We have a very special guest coming up next, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. Hey, would you turn down a job that paid you thirty to $60,000 an hour? That's basically what you're doing if you don't attend the SellerWorkshop.com series this month, hosted by the Chris Lindahl team with REMAX Results. In about an hour, you'll learn how to potentially make thirty to $60,000 more on the sale of your home. Chris, why are you giving away the secret sauce? Huh, great question. If you love something, set it free, right? Seriously, I'm on a mission to help people make the money they deserve when they sell their home. Whether it's my team or someone else, the fact is the world has changed when it comes to home selling, yet 
people are still doing it the traditional way and leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table. It drives you crazy when people do it wrong, doesn't it? I just hate seeing people lose money. At the SellerWorkshop.com series, you'll learn the methods we've developed at the Chris Lindahl team that have made us the number one REMAX results team in the nation. You walk out with all the tools you need to make tons more money on your next home sale, and it's totally free. The Seller Workshops are happening January 29th through the 31st. Seating is limited, and trust me, they sell out fast. Visit SellerWorkshop.com or call 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. But it was Saturday night. Dead for how long? A couple of years now. Yep, two years. Yeah, it's going quick. Is it going to be three years in April? It is. Wow. It is two in April. April oh, it is. Two, two. according to Rock two, Genius, two Mike April. Molina. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's three. April twenty first, twenty sixteen. Rock Genius, Mike Molina. Is that what I heard? <laughs> Just trying to see if anybody was listening. <laughs> well, it all worked out in the end. Uh, is our guest ready to go? Yep. Tim Henschel. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing extremely well. As a matter of fact, HotelPlanner.com CEO Tim Henschel is happy to come and talk about go to the Super Bowl for less. Well, I tell you what, Tim, so far, all the stuff that I've seen about the Super Bowl being in Minneapolis, Minnesota, although uh, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski said, it's really cold here in Mindianapolis. <laughs> Mindianapolis. Okay, well, you know, that was close. But uh, uh, there is already a 5% increase in hotel bookings nationwide in 2018. Just really just the first month, a 5% increase? Really? Why no, is that no, that's, that's been a standard trend for the last few years. The industry's been really hot. But this year, um, we're, we're forecasting 5% growth. Uh, and it's spurring a lot of okay. growth. You guys have seen a lot of growth there. You had 13 new hotels built in the last four years. So you added 2,000 right. new rooms. Um, but the reason why we're, we're happy where the price point is for Minneapolis is when we compare it versus Houston's Super Bowl, um, your prices are, are a little bit uh, less than it was for Houston, even though your market has half as many rooms. You have 40,000 total hotel rooms in the greater Minneapolis area, and Houston has 80,000. So, you know, with the NFL before they even announced the date, blocking about 19,000 of those rooms, it was heavily estimated that there would be no inventory. And actually, we've seen an increase in hotels. Last week, we only had 55 available hotels. Now we have 80 hotels available. And we've seen prices come down a little bit. So it's been good. Good for, for people really wanting to travel for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, travel economics analyst Tim Henschel, CEO of HotelPlanet.com, compiled an all-star list of hotels and events that will make any NFL fan drool over affordability of attending Super Bowl 52. So the average one-night stay uh, at a – now, are we talking a two- and three-star hotel where it's 312 to about 318? Is that correct? Yes, exactly. And, and the reason for that is, is that 
that in that 19,000 rooms at the NFL block, they blocked all the five, four, and three and a half star properties that are close oh, okay. to the stadium. Um, but as of today, they did release some of those rooms because I see a, a Sheridan in St. Paul that uh, is a four star that we have availability in. And the price is pretty reasonable. It's around $600. So there's some three stars that are trying to get $700. But for the most part, I'm seeing them getting slashed down to 480 for decent properties, about 10 miles from the stadium. And there's about 15 of those. Those are averaging around 300 to $400 a night, which I think is very reasonable. If you can get a three-star with good reviews that close to the stadium for that kind of price, yeah. four days out from the Super Bowl, that's good. I so that, really that six in Motel. Yeah, yeah, there's a Motel 6. No, actually, it's a red roof that's about 30 miles out. That's $78 right now if you want to drive a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Money. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, but the six in, in the six in Motel Six doesn't mean six dollars anymore. No, not over Super Bowl days. They're about one. They want to get about one hundred and fifty dollars for Super Bowl. And I mean, you Why can always are... stay at Chateau Red Bull, and that's when you just buy six Red Bulls and never go to sleep. So that's always an option. <laughs> That'll cost you about eight bucks. That's in there line you with go. Motel Six concerts. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are there availabilities this close to the Super Bowl? So we're attributing it to, you know, three factors, um, weather being a big one, um, the mm. teams being Northeast teams, there's no West Coast teams in it, uh, which affects yeah. the majority of Super Bowl visitors are actually drive market, because you only have 40,000 rooms. There was a million people that went to Houston, and they had rooms available one week out from the Super Bowl. You have half as many rooms, and you're going to see about 700 to 800,000 people come for your Super Bowl. And that's mainly the difference of population. Texas has 28 million people. If you take all the surrounding states around you, you only have about 18 million people. So your drive market is right. less, and, and the demand for the two teams playing in your surrounding area is not as great. I, I have so I a question. That's one of the big reasons we're seeing, too. I have a Plus, question. ratings for the NFL was down this year, too, as you guys know. Go ahead. Right. I, I'm curious, is, is it possibly uh, because there was a lot of Minnesota fans thinking the Vikings might get into the Super Bowl that booked hotel rooms and then when they lost, oh. they canceled? Yeah, there definitely would be some of that. That could explain why we're seeing uh, more last-minute inventory come on line for sure. But I definitely think the four-star uh, properties we're seeing was released by the NFL because they definitely would have had that inventory locked up. We don't, ha we don't have a five-star hotel in Minneapolis at all. We have not even one. We don't? Nope. No, there's not one five-star ho hotel in the city of Minneapolis. There's one. St. Paul Hotel is the only one in the, in the metro. Mm. Huh. That's interesting because, you know, per the NBA contract, you guys have an, a very good NBA team. And NBA teams, because we do three NBA teams travel, they have to stay at a five-star for the NBA contract. Well, they must stay at the Hotel St. Paul because it's the only one in the yeah, Twin Cities. I don't think so. I think they stay at the one right the across. They stay at the Grand. Yeah. But it's not a five-star hotel. Oh. Neither of them are. They're four. Mm. Huh. I did a whole story well. when the stars lie. It's about hotels in the Twin Cities, and there's no five-star hotel in the Twin Cities except St. Paul Hotel. Really? That is a fun well. fact. Yep. And, you know, I also think that Airbnb, it is. I think that Airbnb you know, is playing a role, too. It's been playing a role that we've been tracking for the last few years at all major events. So whenever, you know, hotel rooms start to spike, people look for alternative accommodations. And, uh, you know, the bigger Airbnb gets, the more that it brings down hotel rates, which we think is good because that's good for customers, good for consumers. 
So that's not even a role, you know, too, t- I would say. Yeah. Tim, I, uh, I always rate uh, people that I that I uh, interview, and you just went to five star because of your smart ass response to <laughs> LA by going, well, that's a fun fact. <laughs> he just Cliff Clavin you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he Cliff Clavin you. That was, Tim, that was well, phenomenal. I feel like we're old right. friends already. I'm used to it. <laughs> That was fantastic. Oh, I keep hearing people talk about five-star hotels in Minneapolis. Like there isn't, there isn't any. There's not one. Well, close yeah, enough. I, I, I totally believe you actually on that. You know, you're, you're definitely probably right. I was just using the, the four, five, three and a half star reference in general uh, for typical NFL room blocks when they come into the city as part of their writer when they first put out their RFP. You know? Yeah. Right. Right, the players absolutely. are all staying at the Radisson Blue. Aren't a lot they? of people don't know the difference between a five star and five diamond. So most of the world uses diamonds, which is not amenities but quality. We use stars, mm. which is amenities. So you have to have a pool to have five stars. You have to have a a, 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 a hotel is a pool. Yeah, you have to have a, a marble foyer way, an entryway to have five stars because it's all amenities. That's kind of right. So the dumb. star, the star rating is actually more generic and is more globally used. It's actually the diamond is um, trademarked by AAA. So five diamond rating in the U.S. is trademarked AAA. And I, I would have to look up if it's, a, but I actually know that because AAA used to be a part owner in our company. So they will, if we ever have diamonds on this on the site, that's that's licensed trademarked to AAA. Didn't know that. I know most of Europe uses diamonds. Yeah, they no, might Tim, not are have you the, gonna come the to, same rights to the international. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. Tim, are you going to come to the Super Bowl yourself? No, I've been in, in the past, but we did the team travel for the Jets, for the Chargers, the Rams, and the Redskins, and none of our teams are, are going this year, as you know. So um, we didn't get invited, unfortunately. We've got to have one of our teams yeah. make it. Sure. Well, the one thing I would have, I could have told everybody who booked hotels is I've been a lifelong Viking fan. I could have told them before the game even started there was no way the Vikings were going to the to the Super Bowl because I've been a fan since I'm nine, and they just don't get it done ever. Seems that way. Could be worse. <laughs> There's a lot of other It could be. There. Could be Cardinals. Well, that's true. That's a very, or very good Dolphins point. It's a very good days. point. Oh, my God, the Dolphins, they were just... In, in Palm Beach, Florida, so I can say that. Oh, your headquarters is in Palm Beach? Well, where in Palm Beach? Um, actually, in, in the top of the PNC building in West Palm Beach. Oh, yeah, you know absolutely. That area. Yeah. I definitely know. We, we know that area very, very well, as a matter of fact. So is that where you hang out? No, I'm actually based in our London office. Oh, big shot, Tim. <laughs> I just, nothing about that. I've just been there for the last six years because... Um, I have a co-founder. He he headquarters out of our North America headquarters in, in West Palm Beach, and I've just been um, growing the European office from from London for the last six years. Well, because I tell you, so, Tim, you, you sound like you're probably you sound like you're about 24 years old, actually. Well, thank you for that. I'm 39, actually. But, oh, there you uh, go. So yeah. you, you sound very youthful. Yeah, thank you. So it's all good. It's all good. I mean. It, Hotel stays are, are are wonderful for people in general. It it all depends. I mean, a lot of times people can't sleep in hotels, or but uh, like one of my favorite hotels. We just stayed down there in, in November, the Peninsula in Chicago. I love that hotel. That that's the kind of hotel that I like to stay in. It's kind of right 
where you need to be. And I don't know. I just, they have wonderful rooms and very comfortable. The more I feel at home, the better I would sleep at a hotel. Is that pretty much how everybody feels? I would say so. If I could put a plug out there, I think the Breakers on Palm Beach is a world-class resort. Oh. If you get a chance to go there, oh, you it's so beautiful. We're nearby. You can yeah. look. You can see it, yeah. can't you? Yep, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah right from our office. I stayed there last year. They came up and told me I couldn't look at my cell phone at the pool, though. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. And you can't wear a you hat. The, you can't wear a hat anywhere on the property. No baseball hat. No any kind of hat. I wear a hat every time. That's not that. A female can. Actually, at the female can. Males cannot. I'm pretty sure you stayed at the Bruckers, not the. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> And then the I, asked them, I, asked them about, I asked them about a rug that was hanging up in the, on the wall in the bar, and they said, you mean the tapestry? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that, I'm like, yeah, that rug right there. <laughs> that used to be the tapestry bar. Yes. Oh. It used to be called the tapestry but bar. Yeah, no hats no, anywhere on the property and no cell phone use near the pool. Oh, there's a quiet pool where you are not supposed to I have wasn't it. talking on the phone. I was just looking at it. But no phones at all, apparently. Sorry. You're out. You're Dude, out of the Not mix. quiet enough. <laughs> That's just how it is. They Tim, might, I'll they tell might you do what. It for the celebrities that they have the, at the hotel, too. I know a lot of uh, hotels that are mm. more exclusive, where they have a lot of celebrity guests, don't want, you know, phones around for that reason. Yeah, I was a celebrity yeah. guest. Oh, for pictures? <laughs> we did see Maury at the Breakers once. I was a celebrity guest. Maury and Connie Chung. Yeah, yeah. you were. Yeah, then we took pictures of them and no one like yelled that. at us. Yeah, they should have absolutely. I did have a good time. I did have a good time there, though. And then you'll be fine. Yeah, I had a good time though. Tim, I still, uh, like I said, you're still a five star guest because of what when you said (laughs) something like "is" and that's something (laughs) or whatever. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) That's a fun fact. And it was. It's a very fun fact. (laughs) Tim Henschel, ladies and gentlemen. Travel economics analyst Tim Henschel, CEO of HotelPlanner.com. Tim, it was a pleasure having you on, sir. Thank you for taking your time with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great Super Bowl. Thanks, Tim. You too. Not bad. 39 years old, CEO of a big company, living in London. I would have liked to say, go Vikes, but can't do it. Can't do it. None of that. It's not possible. (laughs) It is not possible to say that ever, if you're a Viking fan, Oh, God. I just can't <laughs> even think about it. Way to go, Catherine. Sorry. I feel much better now. That's yeah, why thanks, I, Catherine. I gave up. And now I now they're screwed by. They're screwed next year, too, because they have a terrible stick schedule. Just terrible schedule. Oh, oh really? Oh, their, schedule their schedule's horrible. horrible. Oh, good. Like, they can't mm-hmm. win next year because their schedule's so bad. Oh, awesome. Oh. Fantastic. Lovely. <laughs> so you thanks, won't be watching Nick again next year. Thanks, Nick from Philadelphia. Year, <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Philadelphia, that's all. Yeah. Oh, God. I was born and left. Eagles suck. So you're not an Eagles fan? Uh, I wouldn't mind Suck. seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing Philly get a win. Get out! Listen to get you. out! Hey, my, <laughs> my parents live there, man. Get out! You know, my They're parents mean. live there. So you're you're mean to all of us. The Let me just point that out. The team is fine. It's the fans. Well, not are. all the fans. No, my not My parents live fan. there. Yeah, my family. True. They're nice people. Yeah, no, I know. And Nancy's been going around and interviewing Philly fans for this for the Business Journal. Mm-hmm. She said they all been sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yep, said they all been sweethearts. I was at Rittenhour Square, and uh, L.A. Nick's mother threw a beer can at my head. I'll never forget it. <laughs> long as I live. She got a good arm on her, man. Yeah, that was her did. being nice. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. yeah, they're called nice. love taps, man. It's a Philadelphia hello. They're love taps. Mm-hmm. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard Show.